Thank you for listening to this program. I try and to understand a phrase that I'm sure everyone knows, your joy be full. I have no greater joy than to hear that you walk in truth. And they say at the end, this is the gospel of, or not the gospel, the letters of John, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd. And he knew the Lord so well. He was the one that sat next to him at the Last Supper that they were kind of afraid to ask the Lord, Who's, who are you talking about going to betray you? And I think it was Peter there motioned to John. You ask him. You're you're close to him. And uh, there's a, a lot of things happened. That, and John and Peter, all, all of them, Paul, all of them be the first to say, Oh, we're nobody. He, he's everything. That's what made them who they were. But John is saying that here at the end. I have many things to write to you, but I trust I'll shortly be able to come and see you and we can speak face to face. And he says, then your joy would be full that way and he says the same thing in the second letter and right at the end there I have many things to write but I won't write them with paper and ink I trust I'll come to you speak face to face that our joy can be full and what is what do they mean by that he wrote the first letter that is longer the others the second third letter are right afterwards just as kind of like texting, you know, you send one right after that to kind of add to what or reaffirm what you were saying maybe or clear it up, maybe not that so much here, but saying the same thing. I have many things to write, but but I'll wait until I can talk to you. Face-to-face means, uh, if you look at that, it means honestly looking at each other face-to-face and that you find that out when you look at the first letter. He says... Um, that which we've heard from the beginning, the Lord himself, we lived with him, we know, we watched him. He is eternal life. And we declare him to you, and we want you truly, our, your fellowship is with him and with us. And these things, we, or John is saying, these things I'm writing to you, that your joy may be full. The very same phrase he uses in the second and, and third letters that your joy can be full. And so here in that, in the first John, he writes what he does. These things we write to you. He's not saying we don't write them with paper. We do. Here, here it is. So the same result though, that your joy can be full. And that is joy is a, a cheerfulness that you have, in the the root meaning of it, that that is despite, or in in fact not necessarily accompanied by adverse things, but in spite of, you're cheerful. And everybody knows what that is. Every once in a while, there's somebody, oh yeah, that things can be going bad, but they just take it, you know, and they they're happy no matter what. Seems like they deal with it, or else they're faking it and are a hypocrite. But we write these things so your joy can be full. And we all know First John there, what he wrote. 
wrote in is that God is light, no darkness at all. Darkness and if you say you're in darkness and you're not doing the truth and you say you walk in the light, then you should be forgiving as he does and loving as he does and abiding in his love, joy and peace. He said, I give you these things. Now abide there means to stay there. And John's writing to them saying they either ask him or it's true no matter what is that your joy is not full i could testify to that and the, the the only time it is is when my heart's exactly right and i have nothing against anybody no complaining no but and sometimes that would seem like that's impossible i thought that for a long time and and knew it wasn't but it was for me i thought anyway and it was as long as i was double minded like james says but if we say we have fellowship with him and we don't do the truth and have love, forgiveness for everyone and judge at least even just one, the Lord said that, then uh, we're not in the light doing the truth. But if you are in the light as he is, then you have fellowship with him and each other. And when you do have resentment, there's no way you don't fall. Like Paul said, I'm not perfected where I don't fall. But I get right up and you deal with it. And by faith, you do go back. My experience is you you go back to that freedom of disconnecting from judging. Like James said, just put down the gavel and take off the robes and leave it to him. He, he, He will make things right. And I heard someone say eternity it, it, forever is a is a long time for God to make things right. And what what is the in eternal future? Nothing happening. Well, you know what I mean. I don't know what I mean. But here, John is saying, you know what I mean about walking in the light. You either know you have darkness or not. And if you've blind yourself into thinking, well, I cannot forgive one person. I still love the others. You really don't. Your joy is not full, and in his mind, he's saying, here's why. And you go through what he's talking about, love here, and different things. Oh, it's really something. It's some of the harder scriptures to really, truly understand. But he's saying, when you fall, if you get a, he'll forgive you for having that. And I found out here not too long ago when he convicted me, yeah, you can do that. The next hour, next day, it'll come back maybe or or different resentment somebody said or not. or what. But by faith, you deal with that. And it's, it is like a fight or a struggle. And you forgive, uh, as it were, a, a, like unconditional love is unconditional forgiveness. And it's not what they did is good all of a sudden you hate that god hates sin the soul of a person what they do and say that's evil we're supposed to you have to judge that a spiritual man judges everything paul said so you have to be that way but if you are the new creature and you've you are at that point then that's what it it's all about and that's the promise that he gave is that when i live in you like John says, you can have confidence if it's all about him. But if it's all about us, or even partially, uh, we're complete in him, not with him. <laughs> he said the Spirit's been with you. It has to be in you. When I live in you, then you'll live. 
and we as that second plant or that second Adam, a spiritual creation, were made like Adam, the first original man was at first, and then we are that way spiritually, but spiritually is more real than the material, actually. And so when he comes into us and makes us new, it's, it's truly a new spirit put into you. And he did that the first time. Where'd that spirit come from, you and who you are, your mind and personality? Well, that's the old man, and, and that's the old person. And, and many people will never know anything throughout uh, eternity except that. And for those that know him, though, right now he is uh, eternal, both directions, never no beginning, no end, and we're part of that. If we want fellowship with him, then we have to. There's one way to have it, and that's one way for your joy to be full. And that's what John is saying. Recognize what it is, and with all your heart and mind, James, and you know, with one don't don't be double-minded on it, but but have faith and walk by faith, not by sight. And no, it's it's easy to do, but when you fall, it it's hard to get up. But you do. What what other thing do you do? I when I was down for the count, didn't know that's one thing, and because of the grace of God, He convicted me of that, or else I would have died that way. And I I just can't even hardly entertain that thought at all uh it'll be very little but at least like he said something uh, don't don't be the unprofitable where you have nothing you've turned your back and said that's it i'm done uh see i woke up he woke me up i'll put it that way but anyway john is saying that phrase your joy be full and you know what he means i know what he means and the Lord's saying, and the answer is, well, I want that, but it doesn't seem to happen. Well, his answer is, you see everyone as belonging to him, and what they do and say that's wrong, you hate that with a passion, just like he does. But them, uh, we all remember our kids as little babies in the crib. We sure didn't hate them then. I mean, there wasn't... <laughs> Look at the first few hours. Oh, you'd think they were God himself, you know, a, a new life, a new baby. Well, imagine when he was born this time of year. We celebrate his. Imagine that. You imagine when he's going through the minds of those shepherds and, and all the people there? Far more, I think, than we would think in looking at a manger scene. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But John would say uh, he would... He would be, and Paul, those, they were that new creature. It's me, but it's not me. And, that, and they were looked at as halfway crazy but because that's all they knew was about God. And they've been where for 2,000 years? There with him. And what they were saying couldn't be more true now than ever. It always has been. And even John talks about we've been forbid to even come to churches because of what we say what we believe that we're complete in him you cannot do anything even choose him the lord made that clear you're, you're given the faith to believe or you no man could come to me let's say we're given to him what 
Well, it's not the gospel because everybody's given that, as it were. A lot of them don't receive it at all. It's not that. It's the faith to believe by grace you're saved through faith. And that is a gift of God. We walk by that. And that's what John's saying. You walk by faith and forgive everyone through being who you are. Like Paul said, receive God's power in the inner man. Who you are in him, yeah, you that power is there. If you reckon yourself dead to your own strength, you just but you want it with all your heart, you're there already. And one last thing I didn't want to talk about, I guess, too much, and it's a good thing it's at the end of time here. The spirit, where are you? Where is the spiritual world? How real is it? It's beyond time and space. You think about it. Beyond time, future, past, and space, here, there, it's beyond that, before there ever was time and space. We're creatures involved in time and space. Where is the spirit that comes from God that has been forever? See, it, it's a place, where are you? Where does God come and live in you? How does he find you? Where are you in your heart? And where are you in your, you know who you are. And you're in a place and exist in a place that's not dimensional. It's not here, there, not or what. It's it's not that. It's a spiritual world. How many spirits can you get into a room that's six by eight? Well, how about 50 by 100? What? Does it matter? No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all because they're beyond time and space. It doesn't mean there's not a progression of events that is always taken place. But time is simply mechanical, depending which solar system you're in or whatever. Or like they say, being put on the moon, they all look back and say, or they all, but some of them anyway, they do all say, well, there is a God, there's no doubt about that. And I think one of them is, uh, they kind of hinted at it, is you see the earth spinning and part of it's in the dark, that's night. You know them people are down there bundled up. And then in the daytime, on the other side of the earth, it's day and night, both same time. There is no day. And, and they see that, just that fundamental uh, picture. And that's like I'm saying about the spirit. Where are you? Who are you? The spiritual world. How do you get there? How do you know yourself? Paul said, I just want to know him. That means in the epigenome. That means in the deepest way possible deep knowledge I, I want to know his love is what it means and by this we know when we love the children of god we love god thank you for listening to the program